This is the Salted Caramel Podcast. Welcome back. We have another special episode with the director of evangelization, Thomas Gallagher. Thomas, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, David. How are you doing? I am great. Glad to have you back. Uh, what are we sharing with the people today? Today, we are going to be talking about the rosary. Yeah, the rosary. That's my favorite. Amen. <laughs> I love yeah. giving Mama Mary some roses. For sure. Yeah, man, it's an exciting topic, you know, because I think the rosary uh, gets a lot of different reactions from people, Mm -hmm. you know, some people are just all about it, you know, and it's like, if you don't pray the rosary, you're not a good Catholic, Mm -hmm. you know, which I think is maybe one of the stigmas that can come along a little bit. Yeah, sometimes. Um, But, you know, uh, other people like really struggle with the rosary. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that's okay to admit that. You know, and mm-hmm. and that's not a bad thing. It's, you know, I have struggled with the rosary different times in my life. Um, putting that out there, you know, just understanding it. Why do we pray it? Yeah. You know, um, I think especially some of our Protestant brothers and sisters really struggle with that. Like, oh, yeah. You're just saying the same thing over and over and over. Mm-hmm. You know, you know who else really hates the rosary? Who's that? Demons. That's true. <laughs> I was going to say the devil. I didn't yeah. know where you were going with that. We have that. a lot of known <laughs> accounts of demons saying how much they hate the rosary and hate Mary. And so I think that's pretty cool already for some speaks volumes to a prayer. For sure. <laughs> for sure. You know, I was um, involved with military ministry for a while um, years ago. And I once heard uh, somebody in the military, might have been a chaplain actually, talk about how the rosary was like a... Uh, like an ammo belt of, uh, and every single Hail Mary said was like a, 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 a shot fired at the devil or the demons, which I, was kind of a cool analogy for me yeah. at the time. It's like an assault weapon, um, the rosary, never thought of it like that. But um, yeah, man, I, I think that what I, what I would love to get into here today is, you know, some of the why we pray the rosary, uh, a little bit of that. And then just I would love to share some of the wisdom that has been imparted to me over the years on how to pray the rosary well. Amen. Not just how to pray it, but maybe some ways to go deeper with it. Beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome. I like I like all of those things. Let's get into it. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. So, um, you know, on the why, you know, there's so many different any any way we pray is good, you know, mm-hmm. and prayer is just just any communication with God. Yeah. Uh, but the rosary in particular, we have different apparitions of Mary, such as Fatima, where she told us to pray it every single day, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it's it's important for sure. Um, but one of the ways that's helped me to really get into the rosary has been describing it as seeing the life of Jesus, meditating on his life from the eyes of Mary. Mm-hmm. Really, almost all of the mysteries Mary was present at, with the exception. There are a few, like the transfiguration. Yep. Yep. You know, Scripture specifically tells us that it was just Jesus, Peter, James, and John. We don't know that Mary was there. No reason to to expect that she was, but certainly something she would have known about. Yeah, I love that you said that because I mean, who who better knows and loves and cries for their son other than their mother? So it's the best way to get in an intimate relationship is to see Jesus's life to her his mother's eyes. Amen. Yeah, you know, and of course, Jesus is alive, so we can talk to him directly. But, uh, you know, you're trying to get to know somebody, you mm-hmm. know, like like when I was first getting to know my wife, 
I was really interested to hear the stories about her life from her parents, mm. you know, like yeah. help me to understand who this woman is, um, you know, and vice versa. You know, she asked my mom stories about me, you mm-hmm. know, and and so she came to know me better through the stories of my parents. And so uh, praying the rosary is is seeing Jesus, seeing his life through the eyes of Mary and actually meditating on that life, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that gets us into some of the hows as well. Maybe one more point on the why is, um, you know, and I think this is the American in me coming out Uh is um, the practicality of the rosary. Just that sometimes it's hard to set aside time for prayer because it's like, well, how much am I going to set aside? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be five minutes? Is it going to be 20 minutes? Is it going to be an hour? Well, how about a rosary? Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> it could that could take me fifteen minutes. Yeah, it could the quickest I've said is twelve. Oh, <laughs> zoom in. Yeah, I, I wonder what the Guinness World Record yeah, for a rosary, like, like yeah. a Catholic Guinness World. <laughs> right? Maybe we don't want to know. I don't Most know. Most hosts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, so just it's it's something that you can you know hone in on it and kind of stay focused on while driving a car, even mm-hmm. you know. Um, although some, there have been times in my life where I think a rosary should have a label on it that says, uh, do not pray while operating heavy, heavy machi- machinery. <laughs> Sometimes it can really lull me into a, a little bit too relaxed of a state, oh, yes. but, um, Go autopilot when you're driving. that's right. So anyways, yeah, on the how, you know, JP two, I love this, this quote from him. You know, he teaches us that, that the rosary is really meant to be a contemplative tool for prayer. That it's not really primarily a rote memory prayer, mm-hmm. just reciting Hail Mary after Hail Mary, but rather, no, it's really a, a tool for contemplation. It's mm-hmm. supposed to take us deep into the life of Christ. Can you quickly define contemplation? Yeah. So I'll start quoting Thomas, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So like uh, um, a prayer of meditation is really... Uh, laborious. It's uh, the way I like to describe it is where I'm doing the work and I am imagining his life and going through and and really doing a lot of mental work. But then contemplation is kind of where God takes over. Contemplation is, is, it's kind of like meditations where I'm doing the talking and contemplation is where I'm doing the listening. Mm. So a prayer of contemplation often begins with meditation and then it kind of takes a life of its own and you start to see things, hear things uh, that you never thought of before. Yeah. And so um, we'll, we'll talk about here in a second about contemplating, excuse me, uh, meditating on the life of Christ, which then leads to contemplating his life mm. and starting to see things, mysteries, realities that you never saw before. Yeah. Yeah. And even feel them differently too. Like something you've seen over and over, like a crucifix. And mm. once you start praying that fifth mystery, the sorrowful mysteries, you're kind of like, oh, I'm actually feeling sorrowful. I'm yeah. feeling the weight of my sin. Amen. Yeah. So Yeah. So. No, I love that. And and in fact, I, I want to share maybe um, another how here in a story with uh, uh, a young man that I was discipling as a youth minister and he had actually already graduated and he was in college and and we were uh making this road trip together out to this uh, work camp experience and he was coming along as a volunteer and uh we were talking in the car about how his faith was going in college and he's like you know thomas one of the things i've really struggled with is the rosary 
Like everybody at, he was going to Virginia Tech, everybody at the campus ministry like loves the rosary, but like, I'm just not into it. Like what's wrong with me? Uh-huh. Am I broken? Am I a bad Catholic? And I was like, <laughs> no, man, you're not. Uh, I was like, well, let's let's talk about a couple different ways to, to pray it. And I gave him this piece of advice that I think came from St. Louis de Montfort, or it might have been St. Francis de Sales. I, David, I have a, a ha- I have a hobby, and that hobby is misquoting saints. <laughs> I love it. So, um, yeah. So one of the two, I believe it was though, said that uh, we should really pause at the name of Jesus when we're praying a Hail Mary uh, in the Rosary. It is a Hail Mary is a Christocentric prayer. The name of Christ, Jesus, is right there in the middle of the prayer, so that we pause at it. But don't just pause. If you're trying to go deeper, the rosary is going to take a little bit longer when you do this, but say, you know, hold, um, of thy womb, Jesus, who, and then think for a second about something he did in that mystery. Like, let's just say um, the, the fifth sorrowful mystery, the crucifixion and death of Jesus on the cross, um, you know, and think about why he was on that cross. So of thy womb, Jesus, who hung on the cross for three hours for me. Holy Mary, Mother of Mm -hmm. God, you know, and then continue the prayer so Mm -hmm. that it just forces you, it keeps you from getting monotonous Mm -hmm. and just saying it without thinking. And it forces you to think and find something in that mystery that is really personal. Nice. You know, and, uh, and we, I taught him that and then we prayed it together Mm-hmm. And you were talking about feeling it for the first time. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly think, and I think he would tell you this today too. That was the first, and actually he has shared this with me. That was the first rosary that he ever prayed. Mm-hmm. He had said many rosaries, yeah, but, but he did that. Prayed. And, and I, I, I did a decade and then he did a decade. And when he did the, the Jesus who mm-hmm. and thought and started saying things, he was in tears by the end of the mystery. Hmm. And uh, it was powerful. Yeah, it sounds powerful. Yeah. So that's a little uh, a little how tidbit. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> but coming back to that um, JP2 talking about how it's a contemplative prayer, um, you know, that we really dive deep into the mysteries. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe it's St. John Paul II, Pope St. John Paul II, who uh, attributed the fruits of the mysteries Uh, As well, he assigned the fruits of the mysteries. Like, for instance, uh, you know, the fifth sorrowful mystery, uh, the crucifixion and death of our Lord on the cross. The fruit of the mystery is perseverance. Mm. And it just gives me something to really think about how he persevered. What does that mean? Not only did he persevere on the cross, but he persevered through the cross Mm. from death into life. You know, and it helps us to take us deeper or like the third sorrowful mystery. I don't know why I'm on the sorrowful. I'm stuck there for some reason. Um, I think I've probably prayed the sorrowful the most in my life uh, out of any of the mysteries. But um, the third sorrowful mystery, Jesus carries the cross. The fruit of the mystery. Oh, I said third. Sorry. The fourth. Fourth. Uh, 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 Excuse me. Patience. Mm. You know, he carried the cross. Patience. That one helps me when I'm praying the rosary in traffic. A lot. There you go. So, yeah, I think that's that's important for me is to announce the mysteries before because I will just kind of go through my one Our Father, ten Hail Marys, one Our Father, ten Hail Marys, and I'll be like done with it really quick. But then I realize that I'm just saying the rosary Mm. and it's kind of monotonous. But it's like when I actually say it and then I like, oh, 
I'm thinking about this this mystery and what uh, like I usually like to pray for someone for each mystery each mm-hmm. decade and so it's like oh it's the wedding feast at Cana I'm going to pray for so and so who just got married nice. and for their marriage or I'm going to pray for my own marriage you know whatever it is um and that's that's something that definitely helps me one thing I would want to say too is even if you do a rosary robotically mm-hmm. like you still they're still good there's Amen. still graces like even if you go to mass robotically mm-hmm. it's still you still get the graces from Jesus sacrificing himself re-sacrificing himself mm-hmm. for you and so don't don't be ashamed if you've said terrible rosaries your whole life but mm-hmm. once you say them a good way like <laughs> and prayer's a gift you know you're not going to always say great prayer or always have great prayer but yeah. sometimes you'll have a great gift of a rosary and contemplating it yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And and at the same time, you know, I think we would agree that uh, we want to try to always get better at praying and better at going to mass. So even if we've had the experience of going through them robotically, we don't ever want to get comfortable with that. Right. Right. Complaints is the worst. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So um, so always always striving for for better, but not beating ourselves up over it. Right. Yeah. so yeah, and maybe one more point on this on this how portion, you know, right in the same vein with uh, Pope Saint John Paul II's talking about it being contemplative prayer. There's this priest back home, seems Father Mike Jolie. Uh, I say back home, back where I grew up in Yorktown, Virginia, and uh, you know he has been blind since he was I think about ten years old, um, and he has this just beautiful perspective on life because of his, his blindness that he talks about, you know, there's different ways to pray the rosary. You can focus on the very words of the Hail Mary, you know, and, and contemplate on the words of the Hail Mary. But back in the vein of it being a contemplative prayer, the words of the Hail Mary are really the ambiance for the contemplation. Mm-hmm. It's that it's that background sound, not noise, but a sound that kind of helps to keep tempo and keep pace as we pray it, keep us focused. Uh, and he talks about them, you know, Yorktown's really close to the beach. So he says that the words of the Hail Mary are like the sound of the waves at the beach. Mm. You know, if you've ever been to the beach, I hope you don't go there and count the waves. That sounds miserable, right? But how many waves are going on in the background? And you don't focus on the sound of the waves, but they're there and they help you to have that beach experience. It's just that, that lulling, calming sound of the waves coming in. Yeah. Uh, which to this day is still the sound that puts my kids to sleep. So <laughs> nice. it's kind of nice when we go to the beach, they just conk out. <laughs> I think of that like, uh, you know, mowing the yard when you're just in this routine, this like little pattern, this mm-hmm. like all of a sudden you're just start finding yourself drifting off and thinking about random things that you've never thought about before unless you were mowing the yard. Right. You know? For sure. Yeah. And and so just to think about the words of the Hail Mary as that, it's that background uh sound that's helping me to stay in this contemplation. I find that really helpful. But uh, yeah, so uh, a few different, you know, little things that we've learned along the ways here on how to pray the rosary well uh, and really go deeper into them. You know, back on that point real quick that you mentioned about offering the rosary for people. Uh I once knew this priest, a pastor, beautiful pastor that would offer every single bead of the rosary for a different one of his parishioners. (laughs) 
Wow. It's pretty incredible. Just imagine how many Hail Marys Father Door would have to say. <laughs> Keep praying, Father Door. So, uh, yeah. And lastly, we just want to give you all a challenge, uh, you know, to, well, you guessed it, pray the rosary. Oh, didn't see that coming. Um, you know, but I, I know that can sound daunting, you know. Uh, I, I'm at a, a season in my life right now where praying a rosary every day seems daunting, you mm-hmm. know. But praying a decade every day, you yeah. know. Uh, praying it with my kids. Um, I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old, mm-hmm. and they would be all over the room probably tearing it up. But uh, but you know what? It's still good for them to hear it being prayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a good buddy who he's done that with his family every night, and and now his kids are so used to it that they'll just lay there, and some some of them are praying along, and some are just like playing with the rosary, you know, in their hands. Uh, but they're witnessing the family praying it, and it's a beautiful witness. Nice. You know? Yeah, I, th- I love it when people liken uh, prayer to working out. You know, so it's like just because just like working out, you have to go day in and day out, eat the right stuff, do the right things to actually grow that muscle. That's what you have to You have to grow your prayer muscle. Mm-hmm. So the rosary is a great a great muscle to strengthen is not all of your prayer muscles, but um, you have to do repetitions on repetition. So maybe start out small, start with a Hail Mary, a well said Hail Mary, very small, like once a day. And then you go to a decade a day and then uh, the next week, you know, you just map it up. And I think um, even if you don't do a decade a day, maybe you just read the mysteries out loud mm. and you start contemplating the mysteries without the background seashore <laughs> yeah you know well and it wasn't until college that i even memorized all the mysteries yeah, same. you know in fact when we were talking beforehand no it was during the podcast yeah. i said it wrong you know <laughs> so hey there you go uh but yeah, at least i knew i said it wrong i've definitely so, for- forgotten them so <laughs> yeah but just memorizing those uh-huh. you know and without even necessarily saying i'm just going through you know the five mysteries of the day uh yeah. that can be a great place to start too amen awesome y'all well, that's how our little tidbits of how to say the rosary well. Um, we hope you guys actually pray the rosary. <laughs> and, and when you pray it next time, pray for us. Let's end with a prayer. The most holy rosary. In the name of God. <laughs> how about a Hail Mary, though? Okay, okay. Hail, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord, Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Who helped us save this podcast. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening and stay salty. Mm